Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the love and support as always. And if you're new here, hi, hello, I'm Allie Brooke. I'm an educator on a mindset journey, just sharing what I've learned from my own life experiences, my own therapy sessions, self-development books and sharing just coping skills and techniques that hopefully can help you guys as well. And if you're a veteran here, hey, hello, how are you doing? How's everything going? And I hope you guys are all doing well and enjoying these last little snippets of the summer. August for me, let me tell you, August is one of those like weird months. Let me explain why. Because, well, for one, if you're an educator, August is the month of Sunday scaries. (laughs) And also, it's like this weird kind of standalone month. You know what I'm saying? Meaning like it's this transition from like the summer to the fall and the weather's kind of all over the place. And everyone at this point and all the stores around us is like it's fall already. Have you been to the stores? Recently, I've been to different types of like clothing and also stores with like decorations and things like that. It's already fall. So like August to me, it's always so confusing. I never know how to feel about August because of all of those things. <laughs> Is it summer? Is it fall? What are we doing? What's the temperature out? It's it, basically every year August has me feeling some type of way because of all this confusion because my internal like mind is like let's still go to the beach and lay out and relax and then it's also like ooh, we got to start getting ready for the school year and now we got to start getting you know fall clothes and uh, new work clothes and things like that it's just like kind of the ending of the chapter of summer <laughs> and it always kind of feels like this like little confusion time of the year at least for me that was my rant sorry if i sorry if i went down a path you were not ready for today <laughs> but that's how i feel about august let me know how you guys feel about august honestly it's a mixed bag it's a mixed bag so anywho thank you guys so much for joining me today and again i always want to thank you guys so much for the love and the support that you have been giving and creating such a wonderful community and if you haven't already done so please leave a five-star review on apple podcast and leave a five-star review by rating me on spotify if you can, if you have time, I would love it. It would mean a lot to me if you want to take a couple minutes to do so. <laughs> and I am just so excited to keep creating these episodes for you guys and getting amazing guests on. And it's so exciting to also bring in new resources. And it's really cool, especially when the guests that come on, like they have books as well that we started using for book club. So it's like another, you know, amazing part of the growth mindset gang community. And if you haven't already done so, 
join the Growth Mindset Gang Instagram broadcast channel. The link is in the show notes. We have an idea for the September book club. It's called The Comfort Zone. And if you want to take a look at it, it's I already linked it in the broadcast channel if you want to go and check it out. I'm really excited to read that book because it kind of turns the tables on The Comfort Zone because in the mindset wellness community, everyone's like, get out of your comfort zone. It's time to take risks and, you know, make a change in your life and, and all those things. Like oftentimes the comfort zone is seen as like this very negative, you know, space. But this book actually talks about the pros and the positive things about the comfort zone. So I'm really excited to actually dive into that. So that's going to be the September book club. If you are interested, join the broadcast channel. It's linked in there. And I'm going to start you know, posting and sharing about it as soon as I dive into it in September. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it. But I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing, right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of 
go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone. And they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress. Because you guys know, we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life. And talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. All right, you guys. So I'm currently sitting in my little office area in my apartment. It is hot mess express in here. There are clothes and books and paper and backpacks and anything you could possibly imagine just all over the place. I'm just recording in complete chaos (laughs) right now because this is the last week I am a permanent resident on Long Island. I am recording this on Sunday. And so this is the last Sunday that I'm living on Long Island and the growth mindset guy, Nate, and I are moving um, upstate. And so this week is go time. This week is packing everything up. And that's kind of what I wanted to share with you guys today because I've been kind of experiencing this weird like lull. So everything basically leading up to the last maybe like two weeks has been this pure excitement and I can't wait to start packing and you know getting rid of things so we can buy new things when we go up and the moving process and kind of organizing and getting everything together and now we're at the home stretch (laughs) it's the week and I've been really putting off packing and like or I would start packing something and then I would get distracted and kind of never go back to it and all of these types of things. And I was like, why, why am I feeling so weird about packing? Because this is, I mean, now we're a week out. This is like the most excited I should be. Right. And so I kind of sat with myself and I'm like, where, where is this kind of halt coming from? Where is this procrastination coming from? And I actually made a post on my Instagram at the growth mindset gal last Friday about here are some you know reminders of if you are procrastinating on a certain task here are the reasons why and you know what you should do about it and all those things so I kind of wanted to expand on that in this week's episode because it was really hitting me I was like I'm supposed to be really excited about this move and now it's finally happening and it's time to actually prepare and you know pack up this apartment because if you didn't know any better you wouldn't know we're leaving in a week like forever so i was like why why is this such a weird feeling right now like what's going on what's this apprehension towards packing and so i sat with myself and i asked that question like why why do i keep get distracted with packing is it overwhelming? Is there just so much to do? And I realized there wasn't really much. I mean, I just 
we're only two people so we really don't have that much like if you're talking about packing and moving wise and I was like what is this what is this energy and feeling that's blocking me and what I came to realize is I wasn't tired I wasn't being lazy because that's the thing we always think about when we have like a task in front of us that we keep procrastinating with everyone thinks oh we're just being lazy or we're tired we just don't feel like doing it but there's an actual reason because think about tasks that you want to do and that you enjoy you get up you take action and you do them and you go for it right so you know it's in you to complete a task what's holding you back and it's not laziness it was a lot of the times and especially i'm realizing in my specific situation is many times people procrastinate on a task because of a few things fear of failure is a big one fear of judgment okay feeling unworthy or not deserving of the completion or achievement of this task fear of the change that the task will bring and then also this big feeling of when you're completing a certain task it's real if that makes sense and so i sat with myself and i was like oh i know why i'm procrastinating packing it's because me packing to move upstate actually makes it real which is crazy because you would think you know me getting a job up there made it real us getting the apartment and signing the lease makes it real but actually i i had the privilege of being here the whole summer on long island so i had my last like you know great summer living on long island and it kind of made me forget that what's happening at the end of it and so now that it's crunch time i'm procrastinating because it's making the move real and it's a little scary and it's not scary in the way of i don't think i'm not going to be successful right it's not scary in the way that you know oh because i'm out of my comfort zone or anything like that it's scary because it's very uncharted territory it's more of the fear of the unknown and that there's this new chapter in my life that i kind of wasn't expecting until i actually started dating me and this was kind of like a possibility where when I was, you know, like four and a half years ago, before I, I met Nate, I just assumed that, you know, I would eventually get into a relationship and then just, you know, live the rest of my life on Long Island, surrounded with friends and my family and, and all that stuff. And that was kind of just like what's always been in my brain, right? And then I had this opportunity from being in a relationship with Nate to move upstate because that's where his family is. And you know, and I always enjoyed upstate and the lifestyle and the calmness and just being more around nature and all those things that I've talked about before. And so this idea of living upstate permanently has only been a recent goal, right? So now that I'm actually packing for it and it's, it's really happening and it's real is what's been kind of stalling me for this move. And 
now the emotions now that we're getting down to the wire now the emotions are really getting real too like there's still the excitement and the wonder of you know moving to a new place and starting a new chapter a new job all all the things right that's still there but now it's like you know how it's called bittersweet i've been feeling the sweet for a really long time and i'm not gonna say i'm feeling bitter that's not you know what i'm trying to say but this 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 melancholy of the realness of what's about to happen. And, you know, people keep asking me like, oh, aren't you going to miss everybody, your friends, your family? And of course I am. And, you know, I, I keep telling myself, oh, it's, it's kind of like college, right? But college, you know, is only for four years and you eventually come back where now it's going to be forever. So, having that conversation with myself, being like, why am I procrastinating? packing for this big move and i found the source of it's making the move real and so different emotions are appearing where are these emotions coming from and it's so funny i always say to people i was like i'm not really gonna miss long island itself i'm gonna miss the people like if <laughs> in, a, in a beautiful ideal world all of my friends and all of my family would move upstate with me and it would be a grand old time i would not miss long island but since i'm leaving my friends and my family it's a big jump and so i kind of haven't really sat with those emotions for too too long in this process because the excitement of the new chapter was really taking hold right so when you are sitting with a task in front of you whether it's for your own personal life whether it's for school whether it's for work and you're procrastinating you have to sit and have that conversation with yourself. Why are you not doing this task? What is actually stopping you? Maybe perhaps you want to write a book. That's been a, a goal of yours for a really long time, right? But you, just can't, you keep procrastinating starting it. Or maybe you started typing it, you know, a while ago, you have a couple chapters in, and then all of a sudden, you know, you, you stopped, you took a break, and then you never got back to it. And now here we are. How come you're procrastinating putting out the book? Is it a fear that your book won't sell? Are you afraid of people judging you for writing a book? Do you feel you're not good enough to write a book? Right? That's usually what is stopping the procrastination or you're you're afraid of the change writing a book will bring into your life another example may be let's say you have a task at work right you work in a corporate job and you have to make a big presentation and have a meeting and with clients and stuff like that and you're putting off this project this presentation it's usually these things you're afraid the presentation won't go well. You're afraid of people judging you during the presentation. You're afraid of maybe the change that this presentation may bring into your job, so on and so forth. So when you are procrastinating a task, always remember it's not you being lazy. 
It's your subconscious blocking you. And you have to dig deep and be like, why is this happening to me? Why are you procrastinating? Okay. Something could be even more simple, really day to day. How come you are procrastinating, maybe cleaning up your space, cleaning up your room, kitchen, living room, what have you? Okay. Sometimes things can become very overwhelming, right? So you're procrastinating things because of this fear of overwhelm is another big component to procrastination that you're this overwhelm is taking a toll on your thinking of there's so much in front of me and I don't even know where to start so if you're feeling overwhelmed by a task that's leading to procrastination break it down into mini steps what's the first thing that you can do if you feel overwhelmed about cleaning up your space what's the first thing you can clean up For example, packing is kind of like cleaning up my space. So I was very overwhelmed with, oh, there's so many things I need to pack. Where do I even start? I started with my nightstand. Clean that out. Okay. That's a small task. Cleaned out my nightstand. What's the next thing that I can do? All right. I'm going to clean out and pack up my winter clothes because I don't need them right now. It's the middle of August. (laughs) So let me clean out my winter clothes and pack them away little tiny tasks and even today nate and i we started organizing the kitchen that was like a next step what are the kitchen things that we want to take with us what are some of the kitchen things that we want to donate let's organize them out because overwhelm is a big big one for procrastination for example if you have an assignment for any courses that you are taking at the moment whether it's undergrad, graduate, continuing education, it's PD, whatever you got going on, and you've been procrastinating it, okay? One part of that assignment at a time. For example, if it's an essay, write one part of the essay at a time. Maybe one day you write the introduction, the day after that you write one body paragraph, then the next body paragraph, then your conclusion, whatever you have to do. But if you're procrastinating because of the overwhelm of a task, right? You need to break it down into smaller, smaller goals and smaller tasks. Because if you do, you know, a smaller task, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes, I'm going to write an introduction for the essay. And that way, oh, okay, 30 minutes, I got that done. Now you can move on to other things so it doesn't overwhelm you as much. If you are procrastinating a task due to fear of failure, Okay, because that's a big component of a lot of it. If you are having a big fear moment right now with that, okay, that's okay. All these fears that you're having that's leading towards a procrastination are extremely valid. Don't think that they're not. So if you're afraid of messing it up, right, there's a couple of things that you can do. Okay. One. If there are any examples that you can use that maybe someone from the past did. Look at what are the expectations of that task, okay? So if I go back to the work presentation, okay? Maybe you can look at examples from the past of other meetings so you understand what's the structure gonna look like? How long does this presentation have to be? How many slides do you have to make, 
okay? What you can also do is you can have maybe a trusted friend, family member, coworker, what have you, kind of be your accountability buddy through the task and just be asking for feedback. So you make slides, let's say you have to make 10 slides for the presentation, okay? You make slides one to five, all right? And the person goes through the slides and you can also practice the presentation slides one to five. What did you think? What's your honest feedback? And they could tell you the slides were maybe they were well organized, so that was good. But maybe during the presentation, you were talking too fast, so just slow down a little bit and practice a little bit more. Okay. So if you're afraid of the failure happening, right, and you're kind of psyching yourself out and you're procrastinating that task, have some help. It's okay to ask for help. And so maybe get an example so you know exactly, right, get a visual of what it should look like. Okay. And then you can ask somebody, hey, I'm going through the process of creating the presentation. Do you mind, you know, going through it with me, you know, checking for spelling errors? Because, you know, no matter how many times we proofread something, someone's always going to (laughs) see the errors better than we are. Have them proofread it. Okay. Have them look at the slides. Is the structure and organization great? Is your pacing with your speech patterns? Is that all good? Okay. So that way you have feedback every step of the way. So when it's time for the presentation, you've practiced it so many times, you've gotten feedback about different parts. So it's not like you're just going into this presentation just like cold and just like hoping for the best. If you have a task that you are afraid of judgment, okay? For example, let's say that you want to start um, a second form of income, whether it's passive income or it's, you know, just you creating things and, and having people buy them and things like that, right? I have a friend, for example, that she makes, you know, t-shirts and sweatshirts and coffee mugs and things like that, and she sells them on Etsy, right? And I think that is so cool that she does it and start off very small and you know she created the facebook page for it and she just kept going with it and it was so cool because i didn't even know that she had that talent right and it was something that really made her happy right and so if it's kind of something you really enjoy doing but it's kind of out of maybe the expectations people had from you because she was in the field of education. And so I didn't even know she had this wonderful talent. So if you are wanting to do a second form of income, whether it might be passive income where you create an online course and things like that, or whether you literally create things and you sell them on Etsy, whatever that you want to do. Maybe you also want to do coaching. There's just so many amazing options for a second form of income these days. If it's the fear of the judgment, okay, you have to sit with yourself and do some journal prompts and things like that and say, why are you afraid of people's judgment? Are you afraid your creations or your course or your content won't be good enough? Are you afraid of what people are going to think of you? Are you afraid that people aren't gonna like, you know, or resonate with what you're creating? Those fears are real and valid and that's okay. 
but realize if you actually enjoy doing it and are very passionate about it, start out small, okay? Because this fear of the judgment is a little bit of the fear of the unknown that you're procrastinating on because it's unknown of how people are going to react to you creating a YouTube channel, you creating an Etsy shop, you starting a podcast, you, you know, creating your own, you know, online course, what have you, whatever you want to create. Okay. Start out small. You don't have to do this second form of income and have this be this big, massive launch. It doesn't have to be like that. Like, for example, my friend who started, you know, creating the t-shirts and the sweatshirts and coffee mugs and all these beautiful things, it started off very small. She just started with t-shirts and then she moved on to sweatshirts and then she eventually moved on to like keychains and then she went to mugs and thermoses and things like that. And she kept expanding and expanding her brand because starting off small, right? There's less risk involved in whatever that you're doing. And when you start off small, you can make faster uh, adjustments with whatever that you're doing. So let's say, for example, your passive income that you want to do, or if you want to do a second form of income, or maybe just do even a hobby, you don't even have to make money off of it, you just enjoy doing that task, right, is starting off small. So for example, if you want to start a podcast, right, you can see, all right, with starting a podcast, what do I want this podcast to be about? Okay, what do you want to talk about? Like for me, mine was mindset. Then you start off with, okay, how many times a week do I want to make an episode for it? And mine was Mindful Mondays, doing it once a week. And then, okay, what do I need to start creating episodes? Okay, I knew I had to download Anchor and it was free and then I bought a microphone. All right, the next step is I'm going to put out, you know, episodes once a week and see where it goes. Okay. And I gave myself, you know, let's try it out for like half the year. Let's try it out for six months and see what happens. And then slowly but surely, you learn new skills. You maybe perhaps even ask for help and you keep growing and expanding whatever you are creating. And the fear of judgment goes away because when you start off small, like I said, in your brain calculates it as there's less of a risk. So if you do something really small and people don't like it, it's not that big of a loss and you can make adjustments. Okay. You can ask people for help who are maybe experts in that field that you want to grow in, whatever that you've been procrastinating. Okay. If you feel this fear of unworthiness, is one of those other big key ones. You feel like you don't deserve the completion of the task. You're not worthy of it. Okay. One of the big things, and it, it really relates to like imposter syndrome, sit with yourself and you can get a journal out or the notes on your phone. And what you could do is you can, you know, write on your notes and bullet points. 
what's your five or even three to five most recent accomplishments in that zone that you're procrastinating or can have some sort of connection to that zone that you're procrastinating? So for my own example, okay, uh, and I try to try to think back to when I first started applying for new jobs, okay? I was procrastinating applying for jobs. And the reason I was procrastinating because I had this fear that I was not good enough to get another teaching job. And so I held off on applying to new jobs. And what I started doing to help me feel more confident in applying to those positions is many of those positions have like the qualifications, right, on the application. And I would write them out on like paper because I just enjoy writing things out. But you can also do it like, you know, on your notes pad on your phone. And I wrote down all of the qualifications for that specific job. And I highlighted every single one that I had and how many years of experience I had with that skill in that new job. And that really helped me remember, oh, I am qualified to do this. I'm qualified to be a teacher elsewhere and get another teaching job. When I was developing a podcast, okay, I sat with myself and thought a little bit of unworthiness, like, oh, who's going to listen to me? And then I realized, what do I have to offer as being a podcast host, right? What are maybe the skills that I already have that can transfer into being a podcast host? And one of them, especially with teaching, was I love to speak. <laughs> that, And I love, I'm very comfortable with speaking in front of people, like public speaking and things like that. Another thing that transferred over is I love sharing knowledge with people. That transfers. I love sharing knowledge and I get really excited about it. Another thing was I love helping people reach their potential with teaching. That transfers into being a podcast host. So when I was feeling and I was procrastinating starting a podcast, I thought about how, how do the skills that I already have, how are they going to transfer into the new thing that I want to do? It's so crucial to reflect because sometimes our brain often forgets how great we are because how our brain works is it's always looking for a threat so we're able to be to defend ourselves and be safe. So it's always looking for negative, the threats, because it's always trying to keep us safe. That's our brain's job. So, and that's just like normal default, right? And that's important in life, right? To make sure we are aware of threats to keep us safe. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but our brain forgets that there's also positive and good things to remember about ourselves and our, our environment and everything around us. And so that exercise of doing a little reflection of the skill sets that you already have and your accomplishments and how maybe they could be transferred into the task that you've been procrastinating could be super helpful if you're feeling imposter syndrome or feeling unworthy in that situation. Okay. So if you've been 
procrastinating recently. You need to be in, in a spot where you can sit with yourself and have that conversation or journal it, whatever you want to do, and get that clarity of why are you procrastinating this certain task? What are you afraid of? And like I said before, those fears are valid. That is okay. But don't stay stuck in the fears because you need to get that task done. Whether it's because there's a deadline that you need to meet, whether you're moving and you have to pack up your entire apartment, okay? Whether it's been really stifling the growth of your skills towards a certain goal that you want to achieve so you can build a better life for yourself, right? Procrastination is a friendly reminder that you kind of need to sift through some things before you complete the task because it's holding you back, okay? So the major takeaway from this episode is if you have been procrastinating, something is blocking you from that task and you need to find out why why is it happening and then make a plan to how you are going to shift away from the procrastination and take maybe some smaller steps if you need to maybe ask for help if you need some assistance in completing that task right there's nothing wrong with asking for help and setting out maybe a schedule in different times during the day to complete the task because also Completing a task, right, also depends on the day. So if you know that you're more productive in the morning and I'm more productive in the morning, make sure, hmm, maybe I should do the task that I've been procrastinating, do it more in the morning because that's when I'm more motivated. And also sometimes I get this like interesting second wind in the evening, like between the hours of like one and four, I'm like, I can't do anything productive. But once it gets to like five o'clock, 4.30, five o'clock, I can just get that second wind and start working on something again because I realized that about myself. So maybe another crucial thing that could be happening with procrastination is you're trying to complete a task when your body's naturally not motivated during that time. So maybe you're more of a night owl and completing things in the morning is just not for you. And that's okay. Save the big tasks that you have been procrastinating. Save that more towards the evening when you know you're going to be more productive. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you been struggling with finding the right health and wellness products to help you with your fitness goals because I've been struggling with it lately. I have been looking for ways that I can grow muscle. I've been looking for ways to endure longer workouts, especially after a long day of work. And my true goal for my fitness journey is to just become stronger and be able to survive. the end of the day workout and I have found a fantastic health and wellness nutrition brand first form 
First Form has such amazing products that really can help us on an individual level with our health and fitness goals. Some of my favorites that I've been trying out is the Level 1 Protein Caramel Latte. Let me tell you guys, it tastes amazing. And Level 1 Protein has helped me stay fuller longer. I've been putting it in my coffee in the morning because some days I wake up and I'm just not hungry right away. And unfortunately, I have coffee and we all know having coffee on an empty stomach ain't it. So I started putting protein in my coffee to help fill me up so that way I don't get that anxiety crash midday if I'm just having coffee at first. And also I've been putting in my coffee the amazing salted caramel collagen powder. Oh my God, you guys. It tastes, first of all, also tastes amazing. And I can even tell the difference between my hair, skin, and nails. My skin has definitely looked clear my hair I've been seeing it in some mirrors and I'm like wow she's shiny and also my nails haven't been breaking you know as frequently as they do between the two weeks that I get them done it's been helping me so much I'm also been using the pre-workout pink lemonade and this has been really helping me get through those after work workouts I work from 4 to 5 p.m and let me tell you Before this pre-workout, I would be struggling after a strength session and walking on the treadmill. I would be screaming. But now, after I'm done with my strength workout, I am still pumped to get on that treadmill and last the entire hour of my workout. And also, it tastes really good. And I've never used pre-workout before, so I was a little nervous if it's going to make me anxious and things like that. But this pre-workout has helped me so much with good long-lasting energy in a workout that doesn't carry on beyond the gym it's not like I can't fall asleep at night so these products have been very inviting and very easy to use where I've always been a little bit timid of going into protein powders and pre-workout because usually when I see them they're kind of intimidating to look at but first form is such a wonderful brand they also have vegan options as well for protein powders collagen pre-workout so on and so forth and last but not least I'm also in love with their protein bars the chocolate chip cookie dough fan favorite of the house Nate and I love those protein bars we put in our bags in the morning and that's our little snack right before we work out so that way because you know that after work workout we are starving so having that protein bar right before the workout helps me sustain my energy and help with my muscle growth because those are the goals so If you are interested in exploring these products to improve your fitness journey, the links are in my show notes. And also feel free to DM me on Instagram at The Growth Mindset Gal for any questions that you may have on different types of products. Absolutely love, highly recommend. So Growth Mindset Gang, there are just so many things that actually are intertwined with procrastination. And it's not just pure laziness. So after this episode, take some time with yourself and be like, okay, what are the tasks that I've been procrastinating? And why is it going on? And how can I take the steps to get these tasks done? So that way they are off your plate. Because the longer things stay on your plate and the longer you procrastinate these things, the heavier the plate becomes. So for example, if I keep procrastinating packing, um, when it's 
Friday and we got to pack the U-Haul, it's going to be a whole lot more stressful packing everything on Friday instead of packing things little by little, like I am going to do <laughs> throughout the week. Okay. So you guys are amazing. I love you guys. Take what you need from this episode and remember you're doing great. You're going to be okay. You're going to complete that task that you've been putting off. Okay. And you're going to feel better. You're going to become a better person and you're going to keep making the steps to be reaching the potential and the life that you want to build by going through these different processes. Okay. Because you guys, like I always say, you're amazing and you're doing wonderful. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it. Share it on your story and let me know your biggest takeaway and tag me in it. Rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Rate me and follow me on Spotify. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people-pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self-esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you. With this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack. So I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts. I will give you weekly self-reflection templates. I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three-month coaching program. If you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self.
Podcast Network.